Today is Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Media narrative collapse. Police have recommended intentional homicide charges for the mass murderer and the Christmas massacre in Wisconsin, Washika, Wisconsin. A crazed demonic man mowing over little old women and children while fleeing the police. We don't exactly know, but the motive is now clear. He wanted to kill. And speak of the devil, Catholic University is celebrating the painting of George Floyd as Jesus Christ. That is insane. And Thomas Jefferson statue removed from New York City Hall after 187 years. Guess who was right about this one? My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in Nashville. We had a wonderful time yesterday filming with Candace Owens and seeing a number of friends and influencers here in Nashville. Something that I did last night was so much fun. We had some friends who were launching a wine brand. This is a very cool wine brand called Marola, and this wine brand is in honor of the uh, Jason Aldean family who fled Cuba, actually, as something I didn't know. Country music star Jason Aldean and his uh, family members, his close family, fled Cuba uh, a generation ago to, in order to escape communism, and they launched a wine brand in honor of that family story. Well, we were there. We had a wonderful time at the launch party last night. A lot of great friends, a lot of great people, and a lot of uh, drinking wine on a Monday night, which is something I don't normally do, uh, but something I do do is use repair uh, in order to get myself up and going in the morning. Repair is a scientifically formulated drink that helps the body defend and recover from the effects of drinking alcohol. It's created by the owner of a brewery and who would know more about alcohol hangovers than a brewer. It's fast and effective hydration. It gives you healthy liver support and it tastes great. It restores the key nutrients that your body needs to get back to work in the morning and that's why I'm chipper and bright and ready to go this morning with no artificial ingredients and superior quality repair is the number one drink to make sure that you are not a zombie in the morning. So go to repairdrink.com, repairdrink.com. That's pear, like P-E-A-R, the fruit, and enter the code Benny at checkout for a discount. Repairdrink.com, code Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, to start off our day today, there is a catastrophic media narrative collapse. It is truly embarrassing for our corporate media these days. They wouldn't have standards if they didn't have double standards, and the double standards are egregious. Now, what am I talking about? Over the weekend, we saw a horrific tragedy in Washika, Wisconsin. A little note about myself. I grew up in the Midwest. I love the Midwest. I grew up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That is what I consider my hometown. It's where I went to uh, high school, it's where I went to middle school, it's where I went to elementary school, and it's where I went to community college uh, before going to the University of Iowa. I love the Midwest. These small little towns in the Midwest, the heartland, is truly the beating heart of America. You can go to these places and it's like the 1950s, uh, it's like nothing ever changed. There are still people going to church on Sundays, still people happy in the street saying hello to each other, trimming their gardens and yards, uh, and sending their kids to safe schools. Uh, in happy neighborhoods. And so uh, the Midwest is something to be protected and enjoyed uh, and preserved in this country. It's why I was horrified to see the uh, horrors 
of the broken inner city, uh, the broken policies and worldview of the left uh, uh, reap havoc and horror on some of the uh, some of the uh, kindness and goodness of the Midwest in Washika, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, a border state to Iowa. We were in Wisconsin a lot. Uh, it's a wonderful place. I like the state of Wisconsin. Um, and what happened there is just jaw dropping. A man uh, who we who we now know uh, name is Daryl Brooks Jr. This man is a career criminal and felon. Uh, this man was let out on $1,000 bail while he still had major charges uh, 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 pending against him by the state of Wisconsin. Bail reform. A liberal and Democrat district attorney uh, 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 allied with George Soros let this man out of jail. This man then went into his vehicle and proceeded to blow through a police barricade uh, uh, at a Christmas parade and then run over intentionally run over uh, little old ladies, children. The videos are horrifying. You can see and hear the screams from the audience. You can watch videos of little children, little girl in a, a pink snowsuit standing in the middle of the road just inches away from being uh, hit and slaughtered by this monster, Daryl Brooks Jr., who has uh, since admitted, uh, since we went through his social media accounts, you can see that this guy is a sex trafficker. This guy is just an absolute criminal monster, just the scourge, the worst of society, should be locked up and they should throw away the key. They will definitely do it now, but not after he intentionally slaughtered little old ladies and children, mowing them over with his car. Such a disgusting and disgraceful display. And 100% created by the left. They created the mechanisms for him to do this through their bail reform, their egregious and sickening bail reform policies that let criminals, that spring criminals directly back onto the street after committing crimes, and guys like uh, guys like Daryl Brooks Jr., who have long rap sheets of abuse, and guess what he was being charged with this time? The reason he was sprung from bail is hitting a person with his car. It writes itself, ladies and gentlemen. These people do not want you to live in a safe country. They hate America and they hate you. The modern left hates you. They want you to live in an unsafe country. They want to destroy your community. And they're doing this systematically. It must be stopped. They want your police to be defunded. And they want these criminals to be on the street terrorizing you. And yes, this is terror. It's terror, and now it's being charged as intentional homicide. The reason I say it's a media narrative collapse is because the media coalesced instantly around the idea that this was just an accident. You have Essie Cup, uh, one of the most ghoulish and egregious and disgraceful um, uh, people at CNN. Uh, I don't think she'll be there for long. CNN, there's going to be a big shakeup over at CNN. They're going to get rid of some of the more low IQ uh, political activist people. But SC Cups out uh, yesterday tweeting, trying to set the narrative that the corporate media was trying to set on Daryl uh, uh, Brooks Jr., saying that he was just fleeing a uh, another crime and th that's not good, but he didn't intend to hurt anyone. Lies. Lies. Now we know that. Uh, according to the Washika Police Chief Daniel Thompson, uh, the charges are five counts of intentional homicide for Brooks. 
uh, with additional charges to come after ramming through the Christmas parade and murdering what we know now to be five. God help the people that are still in hospital. There are a lot of people that are still injured, 45 people injured total to our most recent count. Uh, Police Chief Daniel Thomas uh, announced the charges yesterday uh, to the complete and utter collapse of the corporate media narrative. Here is what it sounded like. Uh, listen to this. The suspect involved in this tragic incident is identified as Daryl E. Brooks, male, 39 years of age, who is a resident of the city of Milwaukee. At this time, the Waukesha Police Department is referring five counts of first-degree intentional homicide with additional uh, charges based on the investigation, but those will come in time. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, narrative collapse entirely. And anyone who looks through, uh, anyone who looks through Daryl Brooks Jr.'s social media feed will find a man radicalized. He was a black supremacist. Daryl Brooks Jr. was a cop-hating, America-hating, black supremacist, BLM-supporting, ratchet rapper who copped to sex trafficking, uh, according to his criminal history, he ha- uh, had a child with a minor. I mean, why is this man? And then, then, then he ran over. He was posting bail for the crime of running over his baby mama with a car. And then he goes and runs over a bunch of uh, grannies, grandmothers, and children with a car after posting bail. These Democrats hate you and they want you to die. They don't want you to live safely in this country. They want you to be in pain. They want you to be fearful. They hate you and they hate your community. It's the only way that uh, we can save this country is to legitimately rip them out of office, root and stem, and replace a country, replace uh, in their stead people who are willing to keep our communities safe. And that means not letting dangerous criminals back out onto the street. Ladies and gentlemen, the normies are about to learn about bail reform. The normal people, just like critical race theory, are about to learn what bail reform is. They're about to learn what bail reform will do to you and your community as you spring career criminals and true... I mean, he's a monster. This this man's a monster. He's a mass murderer and he's a monster and he belongs behind bars, period. Brooks has a lengthy criminal record. I'm reading to you from uh, uh, CBS local Chicago, who uh, uh, who summarized, I think, the case uh, very interesting here. Uh, he was taken into custody near the scene. Of a Washika police officer opened fire to try and stop the vehicles. Uh, officially, Brooks is charged with five counts of intentional homicide which is the legal equivalent of first-degree murder in Wisconsin. It carries a life sentence upon each conviction, so maybe five life sentences, and these aren't the only counts that he's going to get. These charges challenge media descriptions of events, namely CNN, that said that Brooks only ran into the parade because he was fleeing the scene of another crime. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it, it really is it really is remarkable how the media coalesces uh, and, and, and galvanizes uh, around narratives. If it's a... If it's someone like Kyle Rittenhouse and they're white and they behave in self-defense, let's jump to every conceivable conclusion and cast him as a terrorist and a white supremacist and a racist. If it's someone like Daryl Brooks Jr. with an actual accredited history of black supremacy, racism, he was posting kind things about Hitler, ladies and gentlemen. He was posting nice things about swastikas. Come on. Come on. This is the easiest person to call out. They don't have to make this guy a hero. You don't have to defend these monsters. You don't have to do it. But they do it anyway. CNN uh, tweet, there are indicators 
that a person held a deadly Wisconsin parade incident was fleeing another scene. That's what CNN said. Uh, uh, notice how they don't list the man's race or criminal record or the DA that sprung him from jail or the fact that he was uh, just posted bail. Notice how they don't list any of these things. But in Kyle Rittenhouse's case, suddenly his race and his political opinions mattered. That was the, the crux of the case, right? That was like what everyone talked about. That was what every article was about. Uh, and suddenly it's just that those, those things become utterly irrelevant um, when they don't fit the narrative, right? They don't fit the narrative. Uh, Brooks was charged with resisting uh, and obstructing an officer, bail jumping, recklessly endangering safety, board, uh, disorderly conduct, and battery uh, on November 5th, f uh, just earlier in the month. So he's a wife beater. He attacks people with his vehicle. He runs them over with his vehicle. He's a sex trafficker. Runs over the mother of his children with his vehicle. And the Democrat district attorney said, here you go, thousand bucks and you can just go free. Good luck. Have a great time out there. The Milwaukee district attorney's office has opened an investigation into such a low bail in light of the nature of recent charges and pending charges against Mr. Brooks, according to the memo released uh, on Monday, CBS 58 reporter Kristen uh, Baranesi. He's expected in court at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, so uh, Brooks will be in court. Career criminal sprung from jail by Democrats, slaughters, and murders again. You know, this happened. You remember this happened in, uh, with Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris bailed out rioters for George Floyd, and then those rioters went ahead and uh, murdered and continued to riot. Ladies and gentlemen, human nature, okay? Human nature. It, it, the, it, the human nature. It's the nature of evil. It's the nature of demons in our world. Uh, some people quite literally are just possessed. And if you look at this guy's mugshot, holy smokes, you can see it. You can see it. I'm a Christian. I believe that there is evil. I believe that there is Satan. I believe that there are demons. And when you look at this man's most recent mugshot, the like ghostly, ghastly, uh, sunken, hollow, glaring eyes, whew, man, woof. Scary stuff. And you really, truly, you have to be, quite frankly, possessed to go run over a bunch of dancing grannies. That was the, uh, the, the name of the group, by the way. Dancing grannies. What do they do? They're little grannies. These ladies are like 70 years old. And they carry pom-poms and they dance in the street to make children happy. This, this, this monster, demonic monster, mowed them over with his car. Lock him up for life and change the bail policies and make sure people like this do not get out of jail or bail ever again. Keep them locked up. They are a menace to society. Let's bring that word back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a, a wild show for you. This isn't the only person that uh, the left is trying to galvanize, you know, trying to galvanize and protect. Um, the only person who was a career criminal that the left is trying to protect, uh, lionize, or uh, welcome into sainthood. Really, really creepy stuff. Replacing Jesus with George Floyd uh, at a university that should know better uh, in America. That's coming up. Uh, next, but first, ladies and gentlemen, Birch Gold Group is the group that I trust with our savings in our family. We do this show every single day. We do about a dozen original videos every single day for our social channels. We follow the news very closely. I have never been more concerned about the value of the American dollar. I have never been more concerned about the value of my family's savings. 
I have kids. I have uh, one baby girl and another on the way. And so we really need to be concerned about what future we will leave for our children. In my family, we are really concerned about that. As I watch the Democrats spending like drunken sailors, which, by the way, is an insult to alcoholics in the Navy. Uh, we don't mean to insult you by calling you Democrats. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are unhinged. Another $3.5 trillion being spent right now with the Build Back Better bill that just passed the House. That's on top of a trillion dollars infrastructure bill, more like $4 trillion infrastructure bill. They think money grows on trees. It does not, ladies and gentlemen. Someone has to pay the piper. And so that's why we diversify into gold and silver in my family with Birch Gold Group. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals uh, with no tax implications or penalties. To get started, protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word BENNY to 989898. That's BENNY, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. Zero cost, zero obligation to request the info. So why wait? Text BENNY to 989898. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, I was on the Candace Owens show yesterday. I encourage you to watch it tonight on The Daily Wire, uh, a great company. Really love those guys. Candace uh, uh, had a, uh, a, a bit of a, a monologue about the left lionizing who the heroes of the left are and why do they lionize these people. They're often criminals. They're often some of the worst elements of society. They should not be seen as saints. They should not be seen as heroes. But the left chooses these people uh, for some weird and corrupted reason. No logical person would want to lionize or protect a monster like Daryl Brooks Jr., who just mowed over a bunch of grannies. But here comes CNN. Here comes CNN protecting him, doing everything they can to try and set the narrative that he was just an innocent little criminal fleeing another crime. I mean, isn't that amazing? You know, the reason why they do it, of course, is because they look at his social media page and they say, holy crap, we're the people who are stoking the race hatred and the cop hatred in this country. This guy bought what we were selling, hook, line, and sinker, and uh, this guy uh, truly believed what we were telling him, and then we radicalized him. We, the corporate media, radicalized him, so this blood is on our hands. That's what they say. They freak out because they know that they are culpable. That's a, precisely what is happening. It's precisely what's happening. It's precisely what happened in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, and it's what happened during the George Floyd riots of last year. George Floyd riots of last year saw the precise same thing happening. You saw people, reporters, standing in front of burning buildings, uh, deadly rioting, and saying that these are mostly peaceful protests as the entire uh, as the entire city burns behind them. Do you remember moments like these? Listen, it says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's you know no organization is perfect. There was some violence. Um, no one condones the violence, but there were different reasons for Antifa and for these neo-Nazis uh, to be there. One, racist fascists. The other group, fighting racist fascists. There is a fascist. There's a distinction there. What you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin, over the course of the night. A second night since Jacob Blake was seen shot in the back seven times by a police officer. And what you are seeing now, these images came and come in stark contrast to what we saw over the course of the daytime hours in Kenosha and into the early evening, which were largely peaceful demonstrations in the face of law enforcement. It wasn't until night fell that things began to get a little bit more contentious. Things were thrown back and forth. Police started using some of those crowd to spot. 
I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. In the eyes of the law, yes. But in the eyes of good and evil, here's the Yeah, it's precisely moments like that that really let you know that you are not living on the same reality as these people. And when you have people living in two different realities, it's hard to share a country with them. It's hard to share a country with a corporate media and a Democratic Party that refuses to hold itself accountable for the violence that they stoke and the violence that they incentivize. Because they incentivize violence like this by not reporting it correctly, by not locking these people up, not throwing them in jail. You incentivize more. Look at what's happening in San Francisco right now. You cannot, you cannot even have a store in San Francisco right now. You can't have a store. If you have a store, it will get looted. People will come in. They will not ask your permission. They will just take everything that you have and walk out. How are you supposed to run a business like that? Like a dozen Walgreens have closed. There was systematic looting in the aftermath of the Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty verdict. Uh, they, they, they don't care about Kyle Rittenhouse. They just cared to loot a Nordstrom uh, of all of its handbags, right? Well, that all happened uh, uh, last summer. You may recall uh, a lot of us have PTSD from that summer. My family was directly affected. We lived in Washington, D.C. It had never been more unsafe in Washington, D.C. People were getting shot in our neighborhoods. The mobs and Antifa and literal mobs ran the streets. You could see people in broad daylight get assaulted by Antifa. My wife and I literally saw people get assaulted and chased down in public by Antifa. I myself was caught in a mob leaving the White House after Donald Trump's uh, GOP nomination speech. It was very dangerous. I witnessed from afar Rand Paul and his wife getting mobbed uh, after this. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there is really nothing, there is absolutely nothing and no reason to lionize uh, this movement or to incentivize this movement. And people should know better. And the people who should know the most is Catholic University. Catholic University is right in the heart of D.C. Uh, it, ha it is in a dangerous area of D.C. Uh, it's in an area very close to where I used to live that has seen extreme skyrocketing crime. Uh, D.C., of course, defunded their police. They can't find officers. People are retiring or leaving. It is so dangerous. The house next door to mine burnt to the ground with my little infant baby inside right next door. You know how row houses work? The houses are all connected, right? So if your neighbor's house burns to the ground in the suburb, it's bad, but he, you know, there's a yard in between yours. There's no yard in between our houses. The house was on fire, and his house is connected to my house. This was a drug crime, by the way, a malicious drug crime that took place right after a murder on my block. So ladies and gentlemen, Catholic University is right around the corner from us. This is what was happening. Well, Catholic University has now made George Floyd a saint. That's right. Catholic University celebrates painting of George Floyd as Jesus Christ. So one is heterical, you know, this is heresy. George Floyd is not Jesus Christ. George Floyd has a long criminal record. Try and tell that to the woman, the pregnant woman, who George Floyd held a uh, gun to her belly. Uh, try and tell her that George Floyd was Jesus Christ. But anyway, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter if George Floyd was Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa isn't Jesus Christ. What is wrong with Christians today? These weak-ass Christians buying hook, line, and sinker the propaganda of the left. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it is, it is demonic. It is, uh, it's demonic. I... I I hate to go there, but that's just precisely what it is. You're seeing evil move in our world. And evil always moves in the world when they think that they have the upper hand. And, and that is precisely what is happening here. But uh, goodness gracious, Catholic University should know better. Catholic University celebrates painting of George Floyd uh, as Jesus Christ. Reading from the Daily Signal here. Painting 
paintings depicting George Floyd as Jesus Christ in both the Catholic University of America's campus ministry office and its law school, the Daily Signal has learned. Catholic University appeared to shrug off responsibility for the paintings, telling the Daily Signal that the artist, Kelly Latmore, painting Mama depicts the Virgin Mary supporting the dead body of uh, Christ, although the artist has indicated repeatedly that the painting is of George Floyd as Jesus. You can identify Jesus by his march, marks and his halo, says Kamala Lazoila, vice president of the University of Communications. Lazoila uh, would not further address the matter to the Daily Signal. The icon has no place at the Catholic University of, of America. It's blasphemous. That's exactly right. And it's an offense to the Catholic faith. faith. But it is not surprising at all that it was put here. A junior uh, at the university told the Daily Signal in an email. It's just another symptom of the liberalization and secularization of the campus. Yeah, we know a number of people who went to Catholic University, a number of people who graduated from Catholic University, and these people, oh, they're just, they're not practicing Christians, right? I mean, you would never, you would never, this is blasphemy by its very nature. It's heresy by its very nature. Uh, and if you can't deify Christ, then how can you call yourself a Christian? Truly. This is, this is grade school scuff, guys. There are many students and faculty who are concerned about this, but there's nothing we can do, added another student. And if we sound the alarm, we'll be labeled as racist. There you go. What is more powerful than the actual teachings of Christ when it comes to the woke ideology and worldview? Oh, being called a racist. That's right. That's more powerful than, you know, the Beatitudes. Catholic University of America also released a report Friday examining the university's culture and practices on matters of diversity and inclusion, LOL. The university, which prides itself on its status as the Pontifical University of the Catholic Church of the United States and is the only institution of higher education founded by Catholic bishops in the United States, held a ceremony in March celebrating the unveiling of Mama. That's the name of the painting that uses George Floyd as, depicts George Floyd as Jesus and his mother as the Virgin Mary. It's blasphemous. It's heresy. It's demonic. Uh, and and, and it, it, it's 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 defiling and defacing the image of Christ, our Lord and Savior, inside of the institution of the church. How much does Satan work inside of the church? How much does Satan and evil move inside of the church, man? They love it. It's the victories that they've always wanted was is to be able to just defile defile the very altar of God. Christians had better get their act together in this country. I think it's happening though. Following the violent death of George Floyd on May 25th, Laramore created the iconic uh, the the icon in the in June of that year. Says the depiction posted in the painting, images uh, is to the image is evocative, uh, the mother of sorrows. The depiction continues. May Mary, the mirror of justice, hear the cry of all who have known sorrow and losing a loved one to violence and injustice. Amen. Okay, I'm again. I'm waiting for the. Uh, I'm waiting for the uh, uh, painting of the woman, the pregnant woman, who George Floyd held a gun to her belly. How about that? Uh, Mama hangs right outside of the Mary Mirror of Justice Chapel at the university's School of Law. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, uh, Christians, Christians need to understand that we do not live in a happy place. We live in a real world with real evil. And we better get 
awake to that. Because otherwise the woke people will come and will destroy our church. And that is the goal. The goal is to destroy the church. It always has been. Uh, you, you are seeing incredible incidences of churches attacked and defaced, defiled, and burned to the ground in, uh, all across Europe. There is a movement right now against Christianity. You have to be awake to see it. Please do not be snookered uh, by the woke who wish to destroy, uh, reject modernity, and embrace tradition. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, they closed down the churches first. COVID was used to close the churches first. They were the first things to be closed. What does that tell you about the attacks on our faith? All right, well, uh, I am truly uh, sad to see this happen. I am able to see it happen. However, thanks to better spectacles, some things I wish I didn't have good glasses to see, better spectacles, uh, is a wonderful, wonderful set of glasses that allows me to do this show every single day. I wouldn't be able to live without them. Better spectacles helps me. I have really bad eyes, guys. I cannot literally read without my glasses. But Better Spectacles has sent me authentic German-engineered Rotenstock eyewear, and it's available for the first time in the U.S., and it has changed my life. I wear the computer spectacles, and these things allow me to see. I am looking at, ask my wife or anyone who knows me, I am looking at a screen, a television screen, or a computer screen literally 14 hours a day. <laughs> Maybe it's not healthy, but whatever. we got a country to save, and this is how I am uh, saving it. So we all have a part to play, and I couldn't play this part without a pair of eyeballs that work. Their computer spectacles have helped me reduce my neck strain. It gives me more energy, and I see up to 40% better. This is an uh, amazing company. They've been around for 144 years. They're the world's oldest and uh, oldest eyeglasses company and the gold standard with over 500 patents and a decade ahead of every other eyeglasses company on the market. Do not use cheap or woke eyewear. Better spectacles. Way, way, way better than these other cheap plastic imitators. Go to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny now to schedule a teleoptical appointment. You don't even have to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% off their computer plus free handcrafted German-made Rotenstock frames with every order. Go now, better spectacles, backslash Benny. All right, you will, uh, if you are an eyeglasses wearer, you will wish you didn't see this. Uh, this next story has my blood boiling. Thomas Jefferson statue removed from New York City Hall after 187 years. They told you it was going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. They told you. They told you it was going to happen. Let's read the article, and then I have two important comments after this. Thomas Jefferson's statue removed from New York City Hall after 187 years. This is from the New York Post. Art handlers packed up a 884-pound statue of Thomas Jefferson in a wooden crate on Monday after a mayoral commission voted to banish the likeness of the nation's third president and the writer of the Declaration of Independence, damn it, from City Hall, where it has resided for nearly two centuries. Why? Well, because he owned slaves. Carrie Butler, executive director of the Public Design Commission that voted to banish the statue at the first, tried to block the press from witnessing its removal. Butler relented after members of the mayor, mayor's office and city council intervened. The commission also attempted to vote on the statue's removal without a public hearing on the controversial move uh, until the Post revealed the plan. Removing a monument without a public conversation about why it's happening is useless. 
New Yorkers all need to talk about who we want to honor and why, said Aaron Thompson, the professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice, who authored a forthcoming book, Smashing Statues, The Rise and Fall of America's Public Monuments. Thompson claimed that the removal could spark a broader, uh, broader understanding of history. Moving the statue doesn't mean New Yorkers who will forget who Thomas Jefferson was, but some of them might learn the controversy uh, that the man who wrote, all men are created equal, owned more than 600 of his fellow humans, Thompson said. Members of the city council were split on the statue's removal from its chambers. Minority leader Joe Borelli called the move an, attempted, an attempt to sideline history, while Black, Latino, and Asian caucus chair uh, Deacon Miller said he wanted the statue gone because it doesn't represent contemporary values. Oh, okay, well, great. Uh, what, you know, what, what are contemporary values? What do you mean? The man wrote the Declaration of Independence. Upon the, you know, like, what, what, what exactly do you mean contemporary values? And oh, by the way, if you're looking to go ahead and change history and change uh, uh, according to contemporary values, then you better throw away your iPhone directly into the East River, you hack, because your iPhone was built by slave labor. I hope you're not wearing any Nikes that are made by slave labor in China uh, by the Uyghur Muslims who are slaves. Modern-day slavery is occurring across the entire Middle East and across all of Africa. Do you ever speak out against the slavery that is occurring inside of America today that your party is encouraging? Oh, what do you mean, Benny? Oh, uh, well, I went to the border and I heard directly from our uh, brave border agents about slavery in America and in the form of sex trafficking. That is the modern-day equivalent of slavery, and uh, according to the United Nations, that is the modern-day equivalent of slavery, and it's happening right now because of Democrats. So yeah, Democrats back at it again. Also, may, may I note that Thomas Jefferson was the founder of the Democrat Party. They have Jefferson-Jackson dinners. This is the major fundraising vehicle for Democrats, uh, grassroots Democrats across the nation. They have Jefferson Jackson dinners. So what are they going to do with those? They're going to change the name? Yeah, pro I mean, of course they are. Of course they are. Thomas Jefferson, the founder of the Democrat Party. So get rid of the Democrat Party. Fine. Disavow your party. Or, like, tear down the DNC. They should. It's the ugliest building in Washington. Truly. Like, that's, that, that's not partisan. That's just reality. All right, so people at the DNC are not going to like the fact that Trump was right again. Trump has been right a lot, and Trump was right on this point. Go ahead and listen to Donald Trump uh, in 2017 uh, talking about statue removals and saying that Washington and Jefferson would be next to put a uh, coin inside of the jar. Trump was right. Ka-ching. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now we're going to take down his statue. Donald Trump, uh, after those comments tweeted, you can no longer find this tweet because Donald Trump no longer has Twitter, but he tweeted, you can't change history, but you can learn from it. Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, who's next? Washington and Jefferson. So foolish. This was a tweet from August 17th, 2017. Donald Trump looking into the future and calling a straight game. That is correct. Donald Trump was mocked at the time. 
by Democrats and the press. An NBC News headline from 2017 reads, Why statues of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson are not next, as President Trump suggested. Boom. Roasted. Once again, media narratives collapsing in real time all around us. No accountability for these people. Such a disgrace. And now they've removed Jefferson. Ladies and gentlemen, the the failure and hypocrisy and disgusting natures of these people to be able to speak out of both sides of their mouths, they are just drooling imbeciles. They'll sit there and wear, they'll sit there and uh, praise Colin Kaepernick, who is 100% funded by Nike slave labor, uh, while Colin Kaepernick does a, a slave documentary calling working, like playing in the NFL, uh, modern day slavery. They will turn a blind eye and vote for open borders that encourages actual slavery in our country. And they will tweet about how evil Thomas Jefferson was for owning slaves from an iPhone that was legitimately mined in cobalt mines uh, by slaves, uh, modern day slaves in Africa, where legitimate human slave trade still occurs and in the Middle East. This is according to the United Nations, not according to your boy Benny. It's according to the United Nations. Cobalt that is mined and then shipped to China to be assembled inside of uh, factories that are staffed by Uyghur Muslims uh, that are political, religious, persecuted sect of uh, Chinese culture enslaved by the Chinese Communist Party. And they'll use that iPhone, unironically, to tweet about how evil Thomas Jefferson was. In a country that abolished slavery uh, through the death, uh, fighting brother against brother of 500,000 Americans in the Civil War. This country paid dearly uh, for having slavery on its shores. Uh, I don't think anyone uh, uh, would look back in history and say that America did not do uh, everything that it could to abolish and ultimately end slavery on our on our shores. The only country that actually fought a war over slavery uh, and, uh, and, and defeated that evil on our own shores. It's actually really impressive if you look back on it. And it's, it's very honorable what people did to stand up and fight for the freedom of all men. Truly a nation that isn't, there is no such thing as a perfect nation. You're going <laughs> to spend a very long time looking for a perfect nation. Um, and if you're trying to find one, good luck. And if you're trying to find a nation that wasn't built off of someone taking someone else's land or someone enslaving some other uh, group of people, uh, again, good luck. You're going to have a very long day. But I will say this, uh, you can certainly find countries that have improved over time and that seek to stand up to the human ideals, and America is chiefly, chiefly among them, standing up to its founding documents and the ideals set forth in its founding documents. No country has done it better uh, than America, and we should be very proud of that. But the left can't let go of the narrative. The narrative that I wish to speak to you about right now is the narrative that is very important around Thanksgiving. Our farmers and ranchers, ladies and gentlemen, how do you think that turkey gets to your table? How do you think that meat and that that produce gets to your table? Farmers and ranchers have to grow it, pick it, make it. And in times of short supply and supply chain breakdown, American ranchers and American farmers are more important than ever. That's why I'm always so proud to talk to you about good ranchers. Good ranchers is the number one way that you can make sure that you are eating American meat. American meat, ladies and gentlemen, is the best. It's grown right here. The Good Ranchers box arrives at my house, and it is the best day of the month. You open up that box, and you got bone-in 
bone-in T-bones, ladies and gentlemen, ribeyes. The Cowboy Box we, uh, is arriving this week, and I am so excited for it. I'll tell you about everything that's inside of it. I'll show it to you on my Instagram. The best part about these boxes is that we are supporting our fellow Americans, farmers and ranchers who need our support right now. They're pro they provide for us. They provide for my family, and we are proud to be supporting them by using Good Ranchers. Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny right now and get 10 free Bistro Filets. In addition, uh, you're, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box a month of mouth-watering American meats for life. These boxes will show up on schedule right to your door. 10 free Bistro Filets, that's $100 value, and free express shipping, 25 bucks off each monthly subscription for life. The holiday season's around the corner. Ladies and gentlemen, get the gift that supports Americans. Americans and the best red-hearted, hardworking Americans there are, farmers and ranchers. Go to goodranchers.com backslash Benny and use the code Benny at checkout, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so that's uh, the show for today. We have uh, truly, truly fallen, I gotta tell you, truly fallen. Uh, you, can't, you, you cannot have a country that is so openly defiling um, the court system, the justice system, by releasing dangerous criminals onto the streets repainting over Jesus Christ himself with the woke false gods of the left and then taking the founders of our nation, some of the most brilliant uh, and Renaissance men uh, to ever live, true heroes uh, like Thomas Jefferson and Washington, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams. These men are all going to be on the chopping block. Why? Well, because they were white men. And because they actually say what the left is the most scared of. What the left is the most scared of is that we actually do have a country where all men are created equal. We actually do have a colorblind society. All people are allowed to pursue their life, their liberty, and their happiness freely. That is what the left fears the very most. They actually don't want that because a happy nation means that they are out of power. A happy nation and a happy America uh, united together means that they have no more cudgels in, uh, to hurt us with, no more pain or pressure points in order to apply, in order to get power. That horrifies the left. That's why they want the national anthem to be protested. It's why they want riots in the street. It's why they want to protect BLM-supporting, cop-hating, America-hating, mass-murdering monsters. They want to protect him. They want to protect Joseph Rosenbaum. They want to protect anyone who can give them power because they only get power through destroying this place. We must stop them. Otherwise, we won't have any place left to save. So ladies and gentlemen, let's save America. Let's be thankful that we live in America this holiday season, this, this season of thanks. Uh, I certainly am thankful, and I'm thankful for you. Uh, God bless you all. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.